Vienna. Strange and unusual stories from history, literature, myths, and legends. The Man and the Ghost As you desire the sun, so you desire your friend's return. Tibetan proverb. Once upon a time, a man was walking along a narrow mountain path when he met a ghost. The ghost turned around at once and walked along beside him. The man was very much frightened, but didn't care to let the ghost know it. Pretty soon they came to a river which had to be crossed, and as there was no bridge or boat, both had to swim it. The man, of course, made a good deal of noise, splashing and paddling the water, but the ghost made none at all. Said the ghost to the man, How does it happen that you make so much noise in the water? The man answered, Oh, I'm a ghost and have a right to make all the noise I want to. Well, the ghost replied, Suppose we two become good friends, and if I can help you, I will. And if you can ever aid me, you will do so. The man agreed, and as they walked along, the ghost asked him what he feared more than anything else in the world. The man said he wasn't afraid of anything he saw, though inwardly quaking all the while. Then he asked the ghost what he was afraid of. Oh, nothing at all said the ghost. But the wind, as it blows through the tall-headed barley fields. By and by they came near a city, and the ghost said he was going into town. But the man said he was tired and that he would lie down and sleep a while in the barley field at the edge of the city. The ghost went on into town and played havoc, as ghosts generally do. He proceeded to steal the soul of the king's son and, tying it up in a yak hair sack, carried it out to the edge of the barley field where the man lay asleep and called out to him, Here's the soul of the king's son in this bag. I'll leave it here for a while and you can take care of it for me as I have a little business elsewhere. So saying, he put the sack down and went away. The man now disguised himself as a holy lama, begging Sampa and carrying his prayer wheel and the sack, started for the city. When he arrived, he heard at once that the king's son was about to die, and he knew what was the matter with him. So he went to the palace, begging, and the king's chamberlain said to him, You are a very holy man. Perhaps you can do something to help the king's son get well. The man said that he would try if they would let him in to see the king. When the king saw him, he said, If you will heal my son, I'll give you half of all I have. Lands, gold, cattle, everything. So the man said he would. He took his yak hair sack, sat down on the ground, cross-legged as all Buddhists sit, made a little idol of sampa meal, opened the sack and thrust it in, allowing the soul to escape. 
Then he tied the mouth of the bag with nine knots, blew his breath upon it, said many charms and prayers over it, and while he talked, lo, they brought the king word that the boy was recovering. The father was so pleased and happy, he kept his word and gave the man half of all he possessed. The ghost never, so the story goes, came back or claimed the sack he had left with the man, and the man thought, Perhaps that is the customary etiquette between a man and a ghost. Story of a Juggler's Tricks from Tibetan Folktales by A.L. Shelton If you fight in the morning, do not talk about it in the evening. Tibetan proverb. Once upon a time, in a great city, lived a king who ruled over many, many people. In this city dwelt a powerful juggler, who could make them cry or laugh at his will. The king sent for him one day and said, I have heard you can do wonderful things, that there is nothing beyond your ability. Though he doubted it. And I want you to change my heart. Oh, said the juggler, I have done this to the people, but I don't dare do this to you. The king said, You need not fear, just so you do not make me poor for the rest of my life. I will give you a paper agreeing not to punish you, if you so wish. So he gave the paper to the juggler, returned to his home, and forgot he had given such a promise. One day the king heard that in his big hayfield, on the side of the mountain, were a lot of people with horses and cattle, that there were all classes of men cutting his grass, and he had not given them permission to do so. He called one of his headmen and said, There are a lot of people cutting my grass, and I want you to go and see who it is and what they are doing it for without my consent. The headman went, and when he arrived at the field, he saw a golden throne, a silver throne, servants and men and so much grandeur that he was afraid to ask the ones in command what it all meant. So he slipped around and asked a servant who these grand people were and what they were doing. The servant said that they were the king and his son of the lower regions, and that the reason he was there now was because he was on his way up to heaven and had just stopped on the road. The headman returned and reported to the king, who said, Well, if this is the king of the lower regions, I must go and take him some gifts. So he got his presents ready, went and presented them, and asked, If you are the king of the lower regions, why... Have you come to earth? The king of the lower regions answered, I am dwelling in the dark and live where the roots of the fig trees grow. The top is in the light, where the gods partake of the fruit. While I am the owner of the trees and tend to the roots and make the trees produce the fruit, 
but I never get any of it. So, I am going up to ask the gods about it. The king of men on earth said, I'm glad you have come. We used to be neighbors and exchange gifts. In fact, we are somewhat related. I have a very nice daughter and you your son. Let me have him as a husband for my daughter. The king of the lower regions answered, I have only three sons and this is the youngest. And I am much pleased with him and love him very much. But if you want him for your daughter, I will give him to you. As heretofore there has been a custom of this kind between kings such as we. So he gave him his son and said, I am going up to heaven now to see what the gods are going to do about all this fruit. And you watch the heavens and see whether we have uh, any trouble or not. The king of men took the sun and returned to his palace, and in two or three days began to watch the skies. The heavens in a little while became as black as iron. Dead men and hands and arms and legs and heads began to fall. He exclaimed, Ah, I guess they are fighting sure enough. One day a head that looked exactly like the king of the lower regions fell down, so he was quite sure that it was the king's head, and he thought he had better take it and burn it before his son-in-law found it, because he would be grieved. So he went off to burn it, and his son-in-law saw the fire, and calling one of the servants, who was a half-witted girl, asked what the big fire meant and all that smoke. She said, Oh, you know, your father's head fell down from heaven some time ago, and they're burning it now. When the son heard this, he gave a great cry and tried to rush to the fire, but they held him, though he finally broke away and ran and threw himself in the flames and perished. In a few days, the king of the lower regions himself came down from heaven, for it had not been his head at all that had fallen. He went to camp at the same place he had before, and the king of men went to see him again and asked how the fight had ended. He answered, We fought a little while, but one of the older gods intervened and fixed it up between us. They have acknowledged my right to part of the fruit as the roots of the trees are in my kingdom. Why didn't you bring my son out with you to see me? And the king of men said, Well, dead men and a lot of things fell down from the sky, and a head, just like yours, fell on top of my palace, and we took it and burned it. When your son found out, he ran and jumped in the fire and killed himself. When the king of the lower regions heard this, his face grew black as thunder, and he said fearfully, I am not dead. My body is here, and you are responsible for my son, and your life must pay for his life. The king of earth fell on his knees and began to beg for his life, saying, I will give you my kingdom, all my land and gold, and all I have if you do not ask me to pay with my life for your son's life. 
So he yielded up all his goods until he had nothing left, and cowed out over and over again. Well, said the king of the lower regions, you need not kowtow anymore. Just look up. When he looked, nothing was there but the old juggler sitting on a bench, smiling at him. The king was as angry as he could be when he saw him, knowing he had been the victim of a trick, but remembered he had given the juggler a letter promising not to punish him for anything he would do. He swallowed his anger as best he could, took his servants, and went back into his palace. Hi, this is Bob Familiar. And this is Jim Bilbro. Welcome to Ambient Arcana. And this is our final episode of Season 1. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really been an amazing year. We started a year ago producing these podcasts of short stories uh, accompanied by ambient music. And it's been you know, quite a journey, quite an evolution. You know, it, it changes each time we do one of these stories. It depends on the content, of course. And then this one, we, of course, decided to go back to our, our high school theater roots and uh, do a little bit of uh, dialogue. Yes, I got to do uh, several characters. Oh, in addition to, you know, doing the music, but, uh, you know, I was able to call on uh, uh, my ability to do uh, so many different voices. Um, I think uh, I'm up to three. I have three different voices that right. I do. Yeah, yeah. I think the two stories uh, shared a king, didn't they? They did. It was the same king in both stories. <laughs> yes. So we, uh, we're signing off for 2022. We will be back in 2023. And, uh, you know, all new stories, etc. Um, and we'll, we'll take on there. Hopefully this continues to evolve. It's been a, a, a lot of learning, uh, been a big learning curve as far as what works, what doesn't work, um, how to put these things together, and, and we're still expanding. We still want to get more people involved. Um, you know, uh, for the previous episodes, the Chambers episodes, um, that was, as has often been this, this past year, Mantray, uh, my brother Paul's band and uh, his, his buddy Kelvin. We know a lot of musicians, we know a lot of actors, we want to get more people involved, and hopefully that will happen in 2023. Yeah, going to uh, uh, mix it up a bit with uh, additional contributors, it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. So, signing off for 2022, this is Jim. And this is Bob. And this has been Ambient Arcana.